Life Skills 101, Skills for a Digital Age, sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North offers live online classes, clubs, ebooks, and more. From special needs to parent classes, True North builds a community through digital format in an age of loneliness and desolation. Our host, Lisa Nearing, is a homeschooler with five kids who was homeschooled with her husband, Dr. David Nearing, for 27 years. They are committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools they need to navigate a complex world in need of a savior. Now, without further ado, Lisa Neary. Well, hey, everybody. Happy New Year. It is 2023. And I wanted to just talk to you about an important concept as we jump into the new year. And that is the idea of pivoting, how to get unstuck. It's really the season to take stock of the year before, dream about what's ahead and realize maybe you're a bit off track in some areas. It's time to realize some seasons are over and new ones are about to begin. Like I said, I'm Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy. You might be listening to this on the podcast, Life Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age, in which case you have access to our amazing show notes. Um, so glad that you're here and I hope that you check out our classes. We've got spring classes beginning soon. It's time to pivot, right? Some seasons are just over and it's no different in homeschooling. Homeschooling is actually really seasonal. What might've worked last year, last month, even last week, just might not work for now and for what is ahead. Homeschool mama, that is absolutely okay. I used to naively think that I would find the perfect curriculum and schedule and we would stick with it forever. And in 30 years of homeschooling, we actually did hit some winning curriculum and activities that worked for all five of our kids. Alpha Phonics, MCT Maps, Memory Work, the Tyner Series, Bible Study, you get the idea, right? They worked for various learning styles, whether I was working or home full-time. They did the job efficiently and well for all of our kids, those with ADD, the doubly gifted ones, the whole smash. But we also owned some clunkers. We went through more math programs that I even cared to count and learned to hold things loosely. What worked for one kid was a bomb for the next. What worked in Southern Southern California with two kids did absolutely not apply to the long dark winters of South Dakota with five kids that ranged in age from infant to high schooler, right? Life is just seasonal. We get sick, we have babies, we move, all those things. So we learned to do the homeschool pivot. Pivot means to shift to a new strategy. There's no shame in that, right? There's nothing wrong with that going from strategy to strategy, one that is outdated or doesn't work to one that does work that will get you where you want to go. Pivoting can be big overarching changes or small micro changes, and it can apply to one kid or one subject or everybody. So I want to give you some clues about when it might be a good time to pivot. These are not like hard and fast rules, but just something to think about, okay? So if you're always finding yourself playing catch up, the curriculum or the program moves too fast for the student or your lifestyle, or you don't have the time needed to support the student, that could be a good time to pivot. Pacing is so important in education. And if pacing is a problem, that could be a really clear indication that it's time to make a pivot. If your kids are feeling defeated by the curriculum, it's too difficult or too easy. I talk about this with the Goldilocks principle all the time because it is so valuable. Not too easy, not too hard, one step past comfortable. Correct placement is so important in education, right? So if your kids are feeling defeated by the curriculum, it might be time to pivot. <laughs> if you are feeling defeated by the curriculum, as the home educator, if you feel stupid or condescended to by the curriculum, you're feeling defeated, it's going to be difficult to drum up enthusiasm for teaching it or motivating your kids to get it done, right? If the curriculum is just too complex or I don't get it, it's just not coming into my house. 
no matter how many other people love it, if I don't love it, it's not going to happen because I know if I avoid it, my kids will avoid it, right? Um, yeah, I mean, there's some circumstances when that doesn't happen, but generally, right? If you've hit a plateau, there's slow or no progress, people are feeling bored, that is an inefficient strategy, right? If your kids aren't growing, if they're bored to death, it is time to change things up. You know me well enough to know not everything has to be bells and whistles when it comes to learning. It doesn't have to be all fun, 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 but you do want to see forward movement. Um, and it means you won't hit your goals for the skills or working towards if you hit a plateau and you're stuck there, right? Okay. So if only one thing, one subject, one activity, one kid is gaining traction and everybody else is just slowly trailing or even falling behind, like, you know, obviously, and I realize homeschooling is definitely a personalized program. It's very individualized. One of the one of the benefits of it, right? But when we live in a family, we have a little tribe to consider, right? So considering the individual and then considering the group as a whole is what we're doing efficiently targeting more than one person. And sometimes it's okay to just target one person. Um, but if it's consistently only one person subject activity and everything else is just falling by the wayside, it might be time to pivot, okay? If your kids are giving you a lukewarm or limited response to a curriculum activity, and again, not everything has to be bells and whistles, um, but look, enthusiasm is not overrated when it comes to education. If the kids can't deal with how uninspiring something is, or you can't, time to pivot. Our brains are created to want more information to learn and grow and develop. And when we're bored and we hit a, a doldrum or a plateau, it means our brains are telling us something, right? So we just need to take take note of that and listen. If our perspectives have changed, <laughs> hopefully as a home educator, you're fitting in time for continuing education. And that means podcasts and, and YouTubes like this one, books, Mom's Night Out, you're entitled to. In fact, I strongly encourage you to take in new information as a home educator. And you might find that what worked before, what you knew before, is changed because of the information that you're taking in. That's great. That means you're learning and growing too, Right. I've read copiously and continuously in the field of education for over three decades. You can bet <laughs> I've changed my perspective on some things, and that is good. It means I'm growing and sharing the growth of the people I'm teaching and leading, and you should too. Um, I've listed some resources for you in the show notes on the podcast, so check those out if you're not even sure where to start with some good books to read on education. If our kids' perspectives change, now look, they grow and develop, and as they grow and gain exposure to the world, and we provide opportunities for them to grow and change, their perspective is actually going to reflect that, right? I had a child who told people for years that they were going to be a cetacean biologist until I assigned them to write a research paper on the training, the job, and the benefits of being a cetacean biologist. They were a very outgoing social person. Cetacean biologists spend a lot of time in the ocean alone listening to whales, and they decided based on that, um, along with some other things, that that was not going to be a great benefit to them. And it changed their perspective um, it changed what they wanted to study and how they spent they their time. So they pivoted based on research that they had been given as part of their homework, as part of their homeschooling um, curriculum. Okay, you know when it's time to persevere, when it's time to quit, or at least you probably have a good pulse on that in your family. What's the difference between an obstacle and an impossibility? Can the problem be solved with more time, dedication, more supplies or community? You might want to think about those things. And if the answer consistently is no, it might be time to pivot. My son switched from an award-winning math program that everybody raved about. It was quite expensive, but I got a discount because of a job I had. Um, and, and I was so set for him to love it. We bought a lot of extra supplies for it, the whole smash. 
He literally couldn't keep up. It was going so fast for him. He tried. He really did try. But by the end of two months, he was ready to pull his hair out and it was painful to watch. We went back to our um, not on the top 10 tried <laughs> a true list of homeschool math programs and it was doable for him. It was a great pivot because he got through it. So it doesn't have to be award winning if it works for you, right? It just has to work for you. So how does one pivot effectively? Well, in business, there's a saying that says, hire slow and fire fast. And it's the same with pivoting. Once you know it's time to do it, do it. Do it quickly. Why drag out the inevitable? Sometimes there's reasons to drag it out. You need time um, fillers or you're moving or whatever. I mean, assess your situation. But if you know that you have to do it, just get it done. Pick a new goal that aligns with your overall mission. I've um, linked um, Know Your Mission with Angie Farrell. We did a podcast on this. Get clear on what your why is for homeschooling and then choose a new goal that's based on what your why is and aligns with it well, because that's going to really keep you on track moving towards what you want to get to. Now, a pivot can be a small change or a really large one, but you don't have to scrap what you've already done. Look, if you've done a whole semester's worth of astronomy, but you've decided that you don't want to do the full year's worth and your kids in high school and you're counting credits, give them a half a credit. You don't have to ditch the amount of work or how it's transcribed because you pivot, okay? So you can switch up science and keep math or move to a dynamic online writing instructor instead of slogging through what you yourself feel like you just can't even deal with. Keep the good stuff, but ditch what's not working, okay? And I would say, listen to your kiddos. Are they learning and growing? Are they excited and enthusiastic for one thing? Or are they full of it, dread and avoidance? My older kids, my two youngest, as they got older in high school, they absolutely loved our morning basket time. And so we we moved a lot of things around as they went through high school, but we always kept that morning basket because they loved that time together. And so their enthusiasm was really important. And that's, again, such an important component to education. Now, kids will be kids, but again, their brains are wired to want to engage in new, exciting stuff, to learn and discover. That's how our brains are made, right? It doesn't have to be all fun, but you want to make sure you're giving them the gift of working hard and that sense of fulfillment that comes from accomplishment. You know, that's always part of it. But if they're just spinning their wheels or spending tons of time on busy work or feeling like they're wasting their time, make space and listen to them, okay? And then make sure your pivot represents an opportunity for growth because that's what education is really all about. Can I get a witness, right? Pivot towards growth and your overall vision and you're gonna be great, okay? And again, pivoting might seem like the most overused word of the decade, but it's a great concept and one we need to keep in our toolbox as homeschoolers because well, let's face it, we are, we are not gonna find the perfect curriculum, class day or program that will work for every student and every season. Okay, before we get done today, I want to give you some pivoting pro tips because I feel like I might be the pivoting queen. I've pivoted and pivoted and pivoted in life, and I feel like my strong suit is I don't quit. And part of that is because I keep pivoting. So take stock of what's working, what's not working, and make the changes you need. You don't have to be accountable to anybody else except your spouse and God and your family, um, but do it. Do what's going to work for you and your family. Sometimes we actually need to buy more curriculum, we need to buy more resources, um, and we need to bring in more challenge stimulation or activity to our to our home. I used to put aside money um, for mid-year curriculum purchases because by then we'd been doing stuff for four months and we needed a little, you know, oomph to our year to get through the spring. So adding in a fun mid-year class like entrepreneurship that we offer at True North Homeschool Academy, it can supercharge your entire semester. And who knows, it, it literally might change your student's life. 
I would say too, put away what's not working. Nobody has time to waste on busy work and TDM. Quit something that is literally stressing you or stressing your kids out. If it's something in the schedule, if it's food that you're eating, if it's a book you're reading or whatever, just put it away. Build in white space and margin. This might be one of the best things you can do for your homeschool. Allow your kids to be bored a little bit and find their own space and their own fun. But make sure that you have plenty of time to just let people mull and daydream and think. Okay, and then plan in regular green therapy and get outdoors. The 100 hours outdoors is such a big movement and I love it. Get outside as much as possible. I would also say if it's time for a pivot and you just got burned with scholastic things, and I'm not like an either or girl, I'm a both and, right? But make time for life skills. Do the academics, but do the life skills. Clean together, do laundry, shopping, budgeting, gardening together. We have great memories. My kids and I were joking about this where we we had a huge garden for a long time and we would read while we gardened. And so one, one summer we read Beowulf <laughs> while we gardened. Good memories, right? Um, I would also say bring in an expert for additional learning and support because look, having your kids learn biology or chemistry from a PhD in science like Dr. Moon or a native fluent Spanish teacher like um, Senorita Quintana or Garcia, it can take school from ho-hum to shazam, right? And I also want to just remind you, you don't have to replace A with B. So if you decide to get rid of something because you're pivoting, you can leave that time open and available, right? I want to just encourage you, a lot goes into educating a person, understanding the student, understanding the course of study, understanding the subject and curriculum. But look, as a parent, you are your kid's best resource. I'm going to say that over and over and over. Trust your instincts as a mom and as a homeschooler. But I just want to encourage you to Ecclesiastes 4, 9, two are better than one for they have a good return for their labor. If you need someone to affirm your instincts or who's gone before you, and, and really who doesn't, our academic advising and performance series test can help you know where you're starting from and give you a clear, actionable, and affordable plan moving forward. It's the new year. That's always exciting. And as we begin it, I want to give you permission, if you feel like you need it, to pivot. Here's to what's ahead, Lisa Nearing at True North Homeschool Academy. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you thought of this podcast, and I will talk to you next week. Hey, everybody. This is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy. And I just want to remind you that you can find all of our classes and clubs, testing, advising, mom's membership, and more at truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com. We do offer live online, dynamic, interactive, small group classes. So when your students take classes with us, they're not in a they're not in a Zoom room full of 100 people. We keep our class sizes small so that the students get to know both the teacher and their fellow students. We um, use a lot of different technology to make the classes dynamic and interactive, including presentations, projects, breakout rooms, virtual whiteboards, and more. Um, we like to say that we use time-tested educational pedagogy coupled with cutting-edge technology to bring the best educational opportunities to your students in, in the privacy of your own home. We do provide syllabus and grading for all classes. Um, clubs are more relaxed, so we don't provide syllabus or grading for those, but you can certainly use our clubs for the transcripts, and we'd love to help you know how to do that. Stay tuned this year, 2022, for some exciting new um, classes and clubs being offered by True North School Academy. Um, we're also going to be offering an honor club, dual enrollment, and so much more. We are honored to partner with you as you homeschool your children.
Again, check out truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com. And thanks for listening to today's podcast. Thank you.